Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Leo season, July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on my website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Leo season, everyone. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading, where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers and actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Pisces, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Leo season, July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. This is a horoscope for Pisces sun and Pisces rising. Well, if you've been following astrology so far this year, then you have certainly heard about how 2021 is a year of big changes, big transitions, and not the complete outcome of any of it. It is a year of restructuring and we don't get the final structure. It's a year of changes and we don't totally end up knowing what we're changing into. It is definitely a time of transition. Leo season brings to the forefront a lot of the themes of 2021 and encapsulates them and incubates them in some way. And for you, these themes uh, are really interesting in the Pisces solar charts. They feel like themes of restructuring the 
background, the blueprint, the genetic code or the DNA, it feels like you are doing a lot of work to reorganize your being in some of the most subtle and tricky parts of your being that there are to reorganize. This is the realm of your unconscious, of your psyche, and also the realm of your mental processes and thoughts and communications. It might be tempting to think that it's easy to change your mind or restructure your thinking patterns, but if you've ever tried, you know that it's not. It requires a lot of discipline. It requires patience. It requires practice. And I don't know where I heard this. I'm not entirely sure it's completely true, but something like this, I think, gets to the point. It takes 270 repetitions of a new pattern for a new neural pathway to really get developed. 270 times you must repeat that new thought you're trying to think instead of that old thought. 270 times you have to tell yourself not to reach for whatever it is that you're addicted to as you're trying to repattern your desires and cravings. So this is a year that you are working and you're working hard to shift something and whatever it is that you're shifting is fundamental to your being and it is also bigger and more subtle than anything I could really pack into words. You're going to change this part of yourself through all available courses of action, through reading, through conversation, through thinking about it, through meditating with it, through wrestling with it, through arguing with it, through going to therapy, <laughs> dreaming about it, etc. And if you are a Pisces who's experiencing a lot of anxiety or phobia or really intense kind of mental, psychic, uh, psychological spaces this year, then I really want to emphasize the need for you to be doing this work around your mind and what your thoughts do and how your thoughts work in patterns. Our thoughts are circular, they loop. And I'm a person who's experienced a fair amount of anxiety and depression and uh, other states of kind of um, mental dysregulation. And I notice that the thoughts that I'm thinking when I'm in those states are very circular and cyclical and they're really deep and they're very repetitive and they are very hard to uproot. If you are a person who is experiencing these kinds of states this year, I cannot recommend enough that you engage with some kind of focused practice around meditation or some other kind of brain training um, to really help you work with your mind. In saying that, I also want to acknowledge that the experiences that we have that produce anxiety and that produce trauma are not only mental, obviously. They are lived experiences. They are cultural experiences. For many people, they are ancestral experiences. And there are so many causes of trauma that are occurring all of the time. And any idea that you can change your mind and change your life is a bypass. That's not as simple as it gets. The world is a fucked up place and there are so many violences and 
obscene, obscene inequalities and oppressions. So please don't hear this as if you change your mind, you can change your life. Please do not hear that. And please hear that you have some amount of agency with your mind. Wherever your attention goes, that is what grows. It is biologically an imperative for human beings to focus on sources of distress. This is a survival mechanism. If we are distressed for some reason, if there is something painful, if there is something scary, if there's something displeasurable, it makes sense for us biologically, evolutionarily, to focus on whatever the cause of that discomfort is so that we can run from it, so that we can fix it, so that we can avoid it. However, <laughs> as you know, our minds develop patterns. And if we don't consciously work with these patterns, then those patterns become habits. And what scared us or scared our parents or scared our great, 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 great grandparents might soon become patterns that have actually lost the anchor of whatever the original stimulus for the fear was. They might just be psychological and mental patterns with no reality that they are oriented with. Same goes for our personal traumas. We might have experiences in early parts of our lives that continue to resonate as we get older. And even though the causes of those traumas are no longer in existence or no longer a current threat, we may have not ever resolved the mental patterns or the emotional self-protective patterns that we developed uh, in relationship to the original causes. And those patterns will continue to create distress until they are dealt with. So, as we move into Leo season, the emphasis that I feel in your chart is in the space of practice, in the space of showing up with dedication, with commitment, and discipline to whatever it is that you are working to repattern and restructure for yourself right now. I want to suggest that you create practices of joy. I think that the more that you can find ways to connect with what truly feels joyful and enlivening for you, the more support that you'll have to deal with whatever elements in your life do not feel joyful and enlivening. I would also like to suggest that you create a practice of connecting with your inner child. Your inner child is not just one age, it's all the ages from infancy through your adolescence. It's all of the periods of time and all of the specific circumstances when you, as a young person, were not given what you needed and what you deserved or what you wanted. It's all the times when you were violated, when you were threatened, when you were scared, when you were challenged that haven't yet been resolved or attended to. I think that in Leo season, your inner child would like some attention. And your inner child might like you to practice being with them regularly. And most children like joy. <laughs> most children uh, naturally, instinctually move towards joy and move towards play. And that is my number one suggestion for you, Pisces, in this Leo season is to practice playfulness, to practice joyfulness. 
and to treat it as a discipline, to treat it as a practice, to come into relationship with your inner child, with the discipline of levity, of humor, of laughing, smiling, playing. Leo season begins on the 22nd of July, and on the 23rd of July, we have the first of two full moons in Aquarius. The last full moon or the second full moon will occur on the very last day of Leo season, which is also the day that the sun moves into Virgo. This first of two full moons on July 23rd brings a lot of content to the surface. And for you, it feels like your psychic space is kind of overwhelmed by this content. There may be a gazillion things happening in your world that are pulling at you from a million different directions. There may be a gazillion things that are arising in your inner world that are pulling at you to attend to them. And because it's the inner world, you may not even know what it is that you're feeling. If as we move into Leo season, you have a sense of mental or emotional overwhelm, I wouldn't be surprised. That said... The energy that I feel for you this month is an energy of clarification and discernment. So I wouldn't at all be surprised if you enter into the Leo season with the feeling that you are really figuring out how to sort out your overwhelm, whether it's arising from internal or external sources. The full moon brings with it a lot of thoughts, and these thoughts for you feel like they are thoughts that support joyfulness and enlivening and connecting with your inner child. That said, these thoughts for you could also have some kind of urgency when it comes to the sense of what are you doing or what are you trying to do with your energy, with your time, with your personal expression. I think you're trying to do something a little bit different with your life these days, and I'm sure that I've talked about this in your horoscopes recently, but Leo season definitely brings an emphasis to wanting um, some new kind of energy in your daily rhythms and routines. This is a great time for you to focus on your wellness, mental, emotional, spiritual, psychic, physical, and relational wellness. This is a great time for you to attend to the details of your life, to the very practical details of your life, to getting things sorted out and organized and figured out in whatever ways will help them be more efficient. This is also a great time for you to think about infusing your life with little droplets of joy as much as you possibly can. As we move into the end of July and beginning of August, there are some pretty significant energetic shifts. One of these shifts, I think, deepens something for you that has to do with the nature of the way that you are changing. This has to do for sure with how you're changing your life in the functional um, kind of details of your life. But in a larger sense, this has to do with your spirit, with your soul. You are changing. Something really remarkable about you is undergoing a profound transformation. And I think that in the last couple of months, you've started to feel this new sense of you-ness arising. There might feel to be like an expansion of your identity or a softening of your self-concept, an awareness that you can grow into some new way of being. 
as we get into the end of July and beginning of August, you're sorting things out for yourself. How do you prepare? How do you do what needs to be done so that you can move into this new phase? Because you certainly feel it coming. And by uh, the end of the year, as we get into October, November, December, you will definitely start to feel this change manifesting in very palpable ways when it comes to your sense of self. But for the time being in Leo season, it feels like you're in a, a reflective space. And this reflective space isn't a directive space. It's a kind of meandering space where you need to let yourself uh, float around in your dreaminess, in your intuition, and in your associative mind, which is another reason why I keep emphasizing play or playfulness. The more that you can engage with activities that help you lose track of time and space and really tune into present moment inspiration and flow, the more your brilliance comes out and you get the downloads. This is what you need to do. This is how you're going to do it. This is when, this is why, etc. In the week leading up to August 8th's new moon in Leo, there is a lot going on in the atmosphere, a lot of pretty powerful and pretty charged planetary aspects. Everything I've talked about is the focus in this week. And there is an additional focus that has to do with your relationships, with your communication, and how you want to be connecting with people as you move into this new phase of your being. So you might be noticing an instinct to relate differently. It might be that you're using different language. It might be that you are noticing thought patterns that mm, I would say are more habitual, pre-motor focus or judgments that you make really quickly that might get in the way of a more accurate perception of a situation or a person. And it feels to me like you are really thinking about your relationships and how as you are changing, you want some things to change in your relationships or you want to change the way that you are in relationship. In that week leading up to the new moon, basically July 31st through August 8th, I know it's a little bit more than a week, <laughs> um, I think you have some really awesome insight available to you. And you might want to notice what practices or they might not even be as formal as practices, what you find yourself doing day to day that inspires you, that feels like it gives you a boost of aliveness. And if you find yourself doing or being in ways that you go, ah, yes, this feels right to me, Make a note of it and start to practice it regularly and make a note of how it feels in your body and in your being when you feel enlivened, when you feel joyful. And consider how you can start to bring that energy more consciously and intentionally into your relationships. I mean your relationships with everybody. The person that you just met at uh, the grocery store, that person you're not even going to meet on the street, but you're making eye contact and your close friends and partners and family. How can you bring moments of joy and aliveness into your connections? As we 
get past uh, the new moon and move into kind of the middle of August, there is increased emphasis on relationships for you. And I feel like you're working something out in the realm of relationships. It might be that new connections are arriving in your life. It might be that you are ready for new ways of connecting in your life. But there is an emphasis on relationality. And I'll say it again, your relationships are served when you orient towards joy, when you orient towards aliveness. How can you infuse your connections with others, with joy, and with aliveness? The last couple of days of Leo season, August 18th through 22nd, are powerful. And they are super powerful in your chart when it comes to the social spaces in your chart. I'm including all realms of relationship here. And that means even people who you don't know. People who are somehow within perhaps your extended network or your community, people who you might fantasize about meeting or knowing, uh, people who may be involved in similar areas of interest that you have, as well as close friends, acquaintances, family, siblings, neighbors, people that you see all the time, and certainly uh, romantic partners, spouses, domestic partners, etc. These last couple days of Leo season invite you to initiate a new direction in your relationships. They invite you to think about how you can help yourself relate quote unquote better or in ways that would feel better in whatever that means to you. Uh, because of how you are caring for yourself. When you do the things that you like to do, when you take action to make yourself happy, that is going to come into all of your relationships. You fill your own cup and you have plenty to share with others, right? Notice what you're noticing in these last couple days of Leo season. Notice the old narratives. Notice the old judgments. Notice how you block connections. Notice the instincts to block connections. Notice the instincts to behave or relate in ways that you've done it a million times before and you don't need to do it again. Notice the new opportunities. Notice the invitations to live into ways of being that you have been fantasizing about, that you have been dreaming about, that you have been wanting to practice. And then wherever you can, in any opportunity, in any moment, with any person, practice being the way you want to be. That last full moon in, in Aquarius right before we move into Virgo season is a really powerful one for you especially when it comes to the polarity of self and other, of you and them. Big insights could happen around that time. Important situations and important relationships might be elevated, amplified, illuminated. It may be really quiet and subtle. Notice what you notice and bring your attention specifically to the realm, to the relationship uh, between 
you, your concept of yourself, how you relate with yourself, how you relate with the idea of your identity, who you are, what you like, how you do, etc., and the other people, and all the stories you have about them. Try and get as present as you can. Get out of the narratives. Get out of the old stories. Get out of the old habits. Even if you can only muster it for 10 seconds, get as present as you possibly can and really try and tune in energetically anytime you can with any person, with yourself, in any moment that you might be considering relationship in any realm. I think that there are new experiences that you are ready to have, that you may already be having, and that certainly you want to be having. I'm going to leave it there. I hope that any or all of that is helpful and interesting for you. You can find more astrology for Pisces in your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of 2021 for you. My year ahead readings are discounted by 50% now that we're halfway through the year and you can find them at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. On my website, you can also find information about my extended content subscription. You can subscribe by donation if you're interested in receiving my month ahead calendars, worksheets, and tools for learning to work with astrology, as well as invitations to my twice a month subscriber-only Zoom meetups, one of which is a workshop with an embodiment practice and help with discerning how to apply astrology in your chart for the upcoming month, and the second of which is a conversational community space with the Embodied Astrology subscribers, which are a lovely group of humans who are super smart and always have a lot to say about astrology. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology for regular astro updates. If you appreciate this work, please support it. You can support it by leaving a one-time financial donation. Your tips are so appreciated. You can definitely share it with your friends and networks, and please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Bye for now.